You're listening to the Kingdom Culture Church Podcast. To connect with us, hop on social media or go to kingdomculturechurch.com.au. Well, hello church. Hope you're well today. Hope you're full of God and full of hope and full of life and full of love Uh, Hey, I'm really excited about uh, the service. I'm really excited to be speaking with you today. Um, I've got a message for you called As We Return. As We Return. And it's honestly, it's not so much a message as it is really a family talk. Uh, I want to talk to us a bit uh, about coming back. We've got the date, you know, providing all goes well. Uh, August 2nd, we're going to be back in the building. It's going to be COVID safe. It's going to be fun. It's going to be full of the anointing. Uh, it's going to be Kingdom Culture Church as you know it. Uh, and obviously we're believing that as stuff just keeps going from strength to strength, we'll be <coughs> just uh, coughing and dying there. Uh, we'll be back to normal before you know it. So I want to speak to you about as we return. I was praying on this and I was talking with Pastor Rob about uh, culture surrounding the comeback, culture surrounding us gathering in services again. And I think this is a really powerful thought that we would not just aimlessly wander back in, but we would, full of grace, truth, vision, and purpose, come back into the house of God uh, with an identity and with culture. And so I've got some points for you today. And like I said, this isn't really a sermon as such. It's more of a family chat. As one of the team here, I just want to chat with you about how we want to come back, how we want to return as we return, as we return. So the first point I want to make, if you're taking notes today, is we return wide awake. We return wide awake. You know, in Ephesians 5.14, it says, This is why I said, wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. You know, I'm not accusing anyone of being dead, but, you know, we've been in a season of of parcel isolation. We've been in a season, some of us working from home. Uh, Some of us have been getting paid to not work. Hallelujah. Some of us have been uh, eating too much. Some of us have been doing whatever, but I really feel that there's, there's, there's a call on us to return to church wide awake. You shouldn't need a worship set to fire you up, some preacher to fire you up. Man, you should be ready to go. I'm believing that August 2nd, as we gather together, there's going to be an electricity in the air, not just because the church is together, but because we are awake. I feel like in the spirit, there's an offer for us to be awake, alert, and ready for God to use us. I don't want to be to the Lord, the old mower in the shed that never starts. You know, John O'Bennett lent me a mower one time because I don't have a mower because I'm not a real man. So I asked a real man for a mower. And John, I was like, I'm a real man. I'll bring you a mower. So he brought me a mower. And he left and I tried to start it. And I was out there and I was just... And honestly, I thought to myself, maybe I'm just too weak to get this done. So I kept, you know, and then eventually I yanked it with all I had and I snapped the drawstring, just butts. And I was like, texted John, I'm like, Jono, I broke the mower. You know, Jono came and fixed it because he's a man. What's my point? I don't want God to have to rev me up 
to come back to church. I don't want to be that unreliable piece of equipment that doesn't work. You know, Dan Rayner lent me his, I don't have any mowing gear. Dan Rayner lent me his um, whippersnipper. And after the first time using it, it just stopped working. And you know, I texted Dan, I'm like, what should I do? He's like, just pull it really hard. So I'm like, I'm, 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 I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that sort of Christian where, where the pastor or the worship team or even the Lord himself has to like rev me up to do the job I was created to do. I want to be ready to go. I want to be excited. So we have to return wide awake. And I'm preaching to myself. There's been some, and we'll get into it later, there's been a couple of positives to COVID. There's been some relaxation. That's good. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing that we've been in. But man, I'm saying, arise, rise from the dead. Let Christ shine on you. I want to be awake as we come back to church. The first one, we return wide awake. Number two, we return as servant leaders. We return as servant leaders. Proverbs 11.25 says, Whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and the one who waters will himself be watered. You know, there's definitely a truth in that I'm excited to come back to church for me. Definitely. I'm excited to come back to church because I will get to be at church. For sure. Nothing wrong with that. But I, my overarching thing is I want to come back to the house of God to serve other people. I want to come back to the house of God so that we would be a lifeline to our community, to our friends, to our family, the friends and family that have logged on to services that may not have if that online option wasn't there. I want to return for other people. We want to be servant leaders. So I want to ask you right now at your lounge room or in your kitchen or in the car listening with your AirPods or wherever you are, how are you going to be a servant leader when we come back? And can I say servant leadership is not just about being on a roster. Obviously, that's a big part of church life, cafes and kids teams, but, but giving someone a word on our first Sunday, checking in on other people, asking, hey, how are you? How has this season affected you? How can we serve other people in this time? How can we serve other people as that beautiful date, August 2nd, rolls around? I'm challenging myself not just to think, oh, it's going to be so good to be in worship. I can't wait to MC again. It's going to be so great to see everyone. And there's nothing wrong with that. But are you dedicating some headspace to God as we gather as your bride again? How am I going to be a servant leader to others? To, in my department, in the church, in my family, how are we going to be servant leaders so we return wide awake we return as servant leaders I don't want to just be excited for me I want to be excited at the potential in the church and in the bride of Christ Sean we might get the keys going that'll be awesome Number three, we return with yielded spirits. I'm excited about this point. When I felt the Holy Ghost giving this to me, I'm I'm pumped about this. We return with yielded spirits. Galatians 5.16 says, As you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. For your self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit and hinder Him from living free within you. And the Holy Spirit's intense craving hinder your old self from dominating you. I'm going to read that again. I think that's just beautiful. I think that's exciting. As you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. We return with yielded 
spirits. What does that mean? It means we, are we coming back to church ready for a fresh infilling? I mean, I hope you haven't, you know, the next point talks about we should have been having infillings through COVID anyway. But as we come back to church, are we yielded to what He wants to do? Are we yielded to coming up on an altar call? Are we taking notes in the sermon? Are we responding in worship? Are we excited about what God wants to do? I want to be yielded to the dynamic movings of the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you, this is four weeks out from when August 2nd is, but I prophesy that there's an offer for our church for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I prophesy that there's a time, I've been talking with Pastor Rob and Pastor Heather, something's going to happen. I'm telling you, you know, throughout Revision Sunday, throughout some of the things we've got planned, Pastor Rob's got planned, something's going to happen. And I would encourage you to be yielded to it. Maybe you've never been slain in the Spirit. I believe that's going to happen for you in service. Hey, maybe you've never spoken in tongues before. I believe you're going to get the baptism of tongues in service. Maybe you've, you've never had a prophetic word that was really accurate. I believe you're going to get it as we come back and as we gather together. Let's be yielded to the Holy Ghost. Let's be yielded to what He wants to do in our hearts and in our lives. I dread to think what church would be like without the Holy Spirit. But He's always there. But are we yielded to Him? Are we yielded to Him? The opposite of the Holy Spirit moving isn't always fear. Sometimes it's control. Well, I can control whether I respond. I can control whether I lift my hands. I can control if I step out and yield myself to Him. Now, come on, man. Let's, as we come back to church, let's come back with yielded hearts. And if we already feel that we're yielded, let's surrender even more to what God wants to do in our life and in our world. Number four. We'll do a little recap real quick. We return wide awake. We're ready. We're excited. We don't need revving up. We're good to go. We return as servant leaders. It's not just about me. Jesus said, surely what you've done to the least of these, you've done unto me. Being a Christian is a journey of thinking about others. And we return with yielded spirits, ready, expectant for a fresh encounter, for new wine and fresh oil in our hearts and in our lives. Number four, we return with fires stoked. Hey, can I tell you, church isn't our saviour, Jesus is. Our pastor isn't our source, Jesus is. Our connect group isn't our source, Jesus is. We are not limping back to church. We are coming back full of the Holy Spirit and ready to go. I know that we're pumped about being back at church. I know that we're excited. But can I tell you, Jesus didn't disappear across this season or this time. It says in the, in the book of Timothy, this is why I remind you, fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. Timothy's writing to his people here and it's, it's exciting. Hey, 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 even though there's been a break from church, you haven't had a break from being a Christian. And so we should be walking in here, not limping and parched like, a, like a, someone in the desert looking for an oasis. We should come back in here with our head held high our spirit full of oil and wine, ready to do what He wants to do, ready to receive what He has for us as a church. We shouldn't be coming back in with dead fires, dead embers, no oil, empty, cracked, alone, thirsty. No, no, we should be coming back in full of the Holy Spirit. What if COVID was a reset? What if COVID wasn't a barren, barren wasteland of isolation, but an offer to go deeper with Him? We should be coming back in. And we still got a month. So if right now, as I'm saying this, you're like, 
dang, I do feel alone. I do feel empty. I haven't been drinking of the living water. Well, you got four weeks before we're back. So why don't you begin to drink of that living water and eat of that daily bread right now? And of course, there's no guilt or shame for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if that's you and you are coming back and it has been hard and there has been financial strain and there has been family dynamics that have been tough, there's no shame in that. But I wanna encourage us as a whole that we should be returning with our fires stoked. We should be returning ready to go. The mission hasn't changed. Humanity love to life. How are we loving people back to a relationship with Jesus Christ? The Spirit without measure. How does that look for us now? How are we going to see 150 people saved this year? I don't think God was unaware of COVID when He started this. I don't believe He was unaware of it. He knew what was happening. and He gave our senior leaders plans and visions anyway. So I'm going to believe and back and run with the vision. Number five. We return without idolizing isolation. We return without idolizing isolation. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. You know, I believe that there has been some good from this season. You know, some people have been able to rest. Some people have been able to spend more time with their family. Some people have been able to work from home and and relax in that way. And that's good. But let's not fawn for a season of rest. Let's be current. I don't want to just chase the preceding Word of God. I want to be in step with the proceeding Word of God. And in that time of COVID and of intense restrictions, there was an ability to rest, relax, refresh, But now He's calling us back into a time of community. He's calling us into a time maybe again of serving. Let's be really practical for a moment. He's calling the band into a time of worship leading and getting here on a Sunday earlier. He's calling the kids ministry to run again. We're starting back up as a youth ministry. We've got connect groups. We've got DDPs. We've got a cafe. We've got stuff happening. And I want to encourage you, lean in to the current season. I pray you rested. I pray you relaxed. I pray you did what the season was at the time. But now the season's moving. And I believe his hand is lifting off maybe being at home and resting and not being at services. And it's moving into a time of action and activity. And that's positive. That's a good thing. In Exodus 33, it says this, Moses replied, if you aren't going with us, please don't make us leave this place. Paraphrased, hey God, where you're going, that's where I wanna be. And if you're hanging out, by the lake and in the pastures and you're resting and you're relaxing, that's where I'm going to be. But God, if you're in the middle of the hustle, if you're in the middle of the fight, if you're in the middle of serving, God, that's where I want to be. And so I would humbly propose to you that maybe His hand is lifting off a season of isolation, a season of maybe reflection, a season of being at home alone, being away from people. And his hand is moving and it's hovering over community. It's hovering over maybe serving again. Maybe getting back to it, getting into the fight. And that's a good thing. And if I could add to that as well and and say, take your good habits from COVID with you. If you were able to get better on with date nights being locked in with your spouse during COVID, bring that. (laughs) 
If you were able to spend more time in the Word, bring that. But on the flip side, maybe there's some things you might want to leave. Binge watching, 20 hours of TV in a week, maybe leave that in COVID. Having three packs of Cinnabons delivered to your door during isolations because you miss your wife and you put on two kilos in a week, let's leave that there. Just me? Cool. But let's move where he's moving. And if I could humbly say, I believe where he's moving is is church. Where he's moving is the local church. Because I get it. Church wasn't cancelled. Just the buildings were closed. And that's true. I get get the statement. But there is something beautiful and there is something powerful and there is something sacred about His family all getting together in one place and lifting up praise and adoration and ministering to the heart of Jesus and having our holy pregame huddle where we get full of vision and we get equipped as the saints for the work of the ministry. And I'm excited that on August 2nd, the battle formation changes a bit. We don't do away with the small groups. We don't do away with the communities within communities. They are and will continue to be the most important thing we do as a church. But it is beautiful that the pregame huddles back. The time to come together, have a laugh, jump around, have a coffee, hear the word in person, pray and prophesy is back. And I, for one, unashamedly, am excited about that. Point number six, we return to love humanity back to life. That's our vision statement. If you've ever been confused at all about how we set it up, the vision statement doesn't change. Humanity, love to life. And then every year we have a vision focus, whether that's spirit without measure, whether that's culture creators, whether that's family matters, whatever it is, the focus might change, but the statement does not. Humanity loved to life. Our existence as Kingdom Culture Church is to love people who are far from God and help bring them into right relationship with Him. That's why we do it. That's why we have the music. That's why we have the youth program. That's why we have the kids ministry. That's why we try and make things look nice and comfortable. Everything we do points and feeds back into humanity, loved to life. That is why Kingdom Culture Church, PTY, LTD exists. It's to bring those far from Him. Close. Quick recap. We return wide awake. We're ready to go. We don't need revving up. We don't need Jesse on the first service. We'd be like, come on church, let's do this. I was going to say come to the front, but we're unsure on on some of the stuff yet. But hey church, like yeah, let's lift up a shout of praise. Come on. We should be exploding with excitement, ready, full, excited. We return wide awake. We return as servant leaders. We shouldn't have department heads begging. Oh, would you help us? Could you help us? Hey man, we should be ready to go. We just had six months off, man. 
You should be full of so much serving energy, so much service energy, you're ready to go. Our team should be having to turn people away because you're ready to give it everything you got for the cause. Number three, we return with yielded spirits. God, this season's been good, but Father, would you fill me afresh? Would you touch me anew? I need a, I need a touch of heaven. I need a fresh encounter. Whether I'm the pastor or whether I've been saved two days, I yield to what you want to do and to your spirit. We return with yielded spirit. We return with fire stoked, man. I'm not limping back into the house of God. I'm not, I didn't just barely make it through COVID. I solidified things with the Lord. I read more of the Bible than I ever have and I'm ready to go. And once again, if that's not you, there's no guilt or shame, but you still got a couple of weeks. So why don't you get that Bible open? Why don't you start talking to Him? Why don't you start edifying your soul? I spoke a couple of week back, weeks back about the priority system of your soul. Get it up there, man. I'm going to feed myself. I'm going to drink of living water. Number five, we return without idolizing isolation. There was some good stuff. Man, I'll be honest with you. It was nice to have a bunch of Friday nights off with my wife. But now, oh, there's a generation that's going to hell and it's not that KCY is the absolute solution, but it's one of them. And we're going to point them to Jesus and it's time to get back into the game. And I don't even know why I'm doing the Pentecostal two-step, but I think I'm getting pumped. But man, it is time to get back. It's time to be ready. I want to encourage you, if there's a part of your spirit that's like, I don't know if I want church back. There's no shame in that. Let's just be real, man. A bunch of us are probably thinking that, oh man, two services on a Sunday. The band's probably like, we've got to get there at like 8 or 7.30. I don't even know what time they get there. But that's okay. But pray into that. God, I want to be excited for your house. I want to be pumped about coming back. I don't want to let the lie that it's all too hard and it's hard work and I'm not ready and maybe I'm being called out of a season of serving. I, I don't want that. I want to be excited and ready to go. Come on, we return without idolizing isolation. Number six, we return to love humanity back to life. Our worship pastor, Jesse, would say, hey, the why is so important. You know, me and Jesse Rose grew up and part of her leadership growth and journey, I guess, has been asking why ever since she was like, however old she was when I met her, 15, 16. Oh, this is what we're doing, why? Oh, this is how we can do it, why? Why did she ask why? She asked why because if she knew the why, the what becomes less important. If I know why we're doing it, let's go. Well, we, we know our why, church. It's to love humanity back to life. It's to love people back to a relationship with Jesus. That's why we do what we do. That's why we do what we do. So, I know, not a regulation message, more of like a family chat, I guess. Maybe a pregame pep talk. I know that I think it's next week. It's hard to keep track of the online services, but I believe next week, Pastor Jesse's going to be speaking more about the local church as well and why it's so important and why we need it. And then the week after that, the week before church comes back, Pastor Rob's going to be speaking on the wind of the Spirit. Man, I'm pumped. I'm excited. Start getting ready. Start getting your Pentecostal two-step ready, man. Church is coming back. Corporate worship is coming back. Let's be ready. Let's be excited. Let's be ready to go. I feel just quickly as we finish, I want to prophesy over you. Who's you? I don't know. If you're watching, if you're online, whether you're in Kalanga or Aspley or Castledine or Canada, 
Philippines, London, wherever you are, I want to prophesy. I've only got a couple of minutes because I believe that something's happening. So Father, we thank you. We thank you that you're so good. We thank you that you are so real. And I prophesy over our church and not just our church, over churches in our nation, whether they're back in person, whether they're about to be back in person or whether they're still online, that there would be an absolute outpouring of your spirit and of your Holy Ghost across this nation. Father, I thank you that COVID hasn't stopped your church. Father God, it's actually been a precursor to you doing something. There's a new wine skin and with a new wine skin comes new wine. So Father, we thank you for new wine and fresh oil in our nation. We thank you for encounters like never before. We thank you for people being baptized in the Spirit. We thank you for people speaking in tongues across this nation. We thank you for signs and wonders. We thank you for marriages being restored. I prophesy right now over pastors who are tired. I thank you for an influx of grace and strength and truth in their life and in their world. Father, I thank you that we're about to see the biggest revival, the biggest move of God we have ever seen in this nation. That COVID tried to stop your church and that was cute but something's happening in the heavenlies and God we say yes to your spirit we say yes to your agenda in Jesus name in Jesus name Amen Church we love you so much Thank you for what you're doing. We're going to see you in person on August 2nd. We're thankful for you. We love you. Be blessed. We'll see you online next week.